Welcome to this week in Wyoming Cowboy Sports here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports and WyomingAthletics.org. I'm Jason Griefer. Once again, delighted to be joined for the winter premiere by Wyoming AD Jan Wilking. Jan, Happy New Year to you. How are you? I understand you're uh, getting adjusted to the cold again after a, a brief stay down in the Sunshine State. Yes, uh, I'm doing great. Um, happy to have everybody back at school today. And um, while the break is always nice, uh, it is good to get back in a routine and get back to school and see everybody, uh, you know, back in their winter clothes. <laughs> Have you adjusted back to the cold yet? No, no, no. But, <laughs> um, you know, we'll survive for the next couple months till the weather <laughs> breaks again and um, enjoy days like today where the sun is shining. There you go. So can't ask for much more than that in uh, early January. So uh, let's let's get right into it. And uh, before we get into talking about your winter sports, because they're really all in action, uh, a little bit to clean up from the, the fall semester. Of course, during our hiatus, uh, was, we talked about him a lot during the fall season. Evan Prater uh, finally signs his letter of intent with Cincinnati. And then this past weekend plays in the All-American Bowl uh, down in Texas. Uh, just talk to us a little bit about that, how big that was, not only for Evan, but for Wyoming High School as well. Well, certainly a great honor for an unbelievable uh, student-athlete and his family. Um, you know, I can't say anything about Evan that hasn't already been said. Um, what a neat young man and what a joy he is to to be a part of our, you know, everyday life here in Wyoming. Um, but in terms of what it means for for the school in general, certainly it's nice recognition. Um, those all-star games are always hard to, to be a part of. Um, while they're a great honor, you know, you're throwing kids together from all over the country and, you know, a couple days of practice. And, um, you know, for Evan, <laughs> I'm sure most of the kids got a nice break. Um, but for him, uh, I'm sure he's pretty tired at this point. And, uh, <laughs> Um, happy to be sleeping in his own bed these last couple of days. But um, great honor for Wyoming High School. Certainly great honor for Evan and his family and much deserved. Yeah, absolutely. Great great football career for him. Of course, he's not done as far as athletics go. He's also obviously a monster part of the, of the boys' basketball team, which is unbeaten right now, averaging just over 20 per game. But I don't want to talk about him with the basketball because he's already gotten enough accolades. Uh, I want to talk about Isaiah, <laughs> Isaiah Walker because he has been absolutely insane for you this year. Uh, 25 points per game. He drops 40 on Finneytown last Friday without Prater there, who was playing in that All-Star game. Uh Isaiah's been ridiculous this year. I mean, what's what's the coaching staff been talking about as far as his elevated level of play to just a completely other level? Well, Isaiah is an amazing player, and you know any any person who's been around him for any length of time can see his passion about the sport of basketball. I mean, you talk about um, a student of the game and a student who comes in and just works in the off season. Um, I think maybe four days after they lost last year, he was back in the gym shooting off the gun, you know, working on things off the dribble, working on that set shot. Um, and it, it didn't stop all year. It didn't stop from the time that we lost last year until the time we were able to get started. So, so happy for him to get the um, notoriety and have the success he's having because he has certainly put the work in uh, to deserve that. And along with, you know, you look at Deontay Gray, you look at Damian Creighton. I mean, those two, um, in addition to Isaiah, have just uh, put the time in, put the work in, and are such an integral part of the success uh, that Coach Rooks has been able to, to pull together. And because of that work they've been putting in, as you said, Isaiah in the gym four days after last season ends, the other, the other, uh, the other boys that you're talking about there, 
did the coaching staff then kind of see this coming from these guys or, or even expect it uh, right now early in the year? Well, I think that there was uh, certainly high expectations coming in, um, not only from the coaching staff, but more importantly from, from the team and the, and the students themselves. Um, you know, when, when Elijah uh, McGee um, got hurt in football, certainly that was a blow to uh, to the team and, and to him, certainly personally. But um, the, the season that they've been able to put together as a group uh, really speaks to how hard they play for each other and just the um, the, the work uh, that they put in is unbelievable. And a busy week for them this week. Three games, as a matter of fact. Western Hills on Tuesday and then Taylor and Miamisburg on Friday and Saturday. Let's move over to the girls' side. A strong start to CHL play, 3-1 and one in the league right now, and doing it with defense, allowing just 35 points per game in league play, which is outstanding to start it off. Uh, how far does the coaching staff think this strong defensive start can take this team? Well, I think um, defense certainly is um, where they're going to hang their hat for sure. Um you know, as far as where they go from here, I think that's truly up up to the the players on the floor and, and on the team. Um, what a bright spot Bree Moy has been! Um, just watching them play this weekend, uh, freshmen coming off an outstanding volleyball season and um, really doing a great job on the boards. And then uh, Meredith Bornholt certainly has had a great uh, start to the season. I think she's um, up near the the leaders in um, rebounding for the uh, for the league. Um, Mia Kemper um, has been has done well. Unfortunately, she's only played in five games, so um, hard to tell. Um, you know her trajectory. Hopefully, at this point, you know she can get healthy and, and continue to play, uh, continue to play hard. But um, yeah, I think the girls have. You know, they're really getting into the meat of their schedule right now. So um, hopefully, defense continues, and, and we'll see where we can go from there. Yeah, meat of it indeed, and uh, obviously a very tough league to uh, to navigate through. Uh, three games for the girls this week, uh, Hughes, Taylor, and Indian Hill all this week, so a busy week for them. Let's move over to the wrestling, Matt, and uh, solid results across the board here. Uh, a lot of guys in different weight classes near at or near the top of the league. Uh, Nathan Bryan at 152 has been really good, five pins and eight wins so far. Uh, Bruce Wagers at 220, six wins and five of them by pin. I mean, a really good start for him. But this is a team also that has a lot of younger talent on the team, just three seniors and uh, so, where do you think this team is right now, as far as their growth, and uh, where they think, where do you think they could be as the season comes to a close? Well, I know Coach Bobby Lyons has big expectations, certainly for this year. When you go from uh, when he started three years ago, a team of uh, seven students to this year, um, north of twenty-five. Um, I mean, that just speaks to his ability and charismatic efforts to get get the kids wrestling who should be wrestling. And, yes, we are, we're very young. Uh, when you look at our freshman and sophomore class, um, not only are they young in terms of being freshman and sophomore, but some fairly inexperienced. But then you have some, um, you know, Jacob Bryant, a returning state placer, I'm sorry, returning state qualifier, um, Nathan Bryant, Bruce Wagers, Jared Hancock. I mean, all of them had a lot of success last year. So Malachi O'Leary, I mean, it's a nice mix in the wrestling room of experience, um, leadership, and bringing some of the younger, uh, younger, inexperienced kids into the fold. So there are high expectations in that wrestling program right now for the first time in, 
in several years. Um, when you look at the banners in our gym, you know, the last time we won a league wrestling title was 2004, which is the year our sophomore class would have been born. So um, <laughs> I think there's they're pointing towards some uh, some lofty goals this year. Absolutely. So it's uh, fair to say uh, long overdue to, to add another banner there and it uh, seems like they've got certainly the talent to do it not only this year but uh, but going forward so that's good to see uh, let's move over to the the bowling lanes and a tough year thus far for uh, both bowling teams but do get into league play this coming week Tuesday and Wednesday against Deer Park and Finneytown as you talk to the, the student athletes and also coaches are they looking at these first matches of 2020 as a way to kind of get things kick-started the rest of the way absolutely and, and bowling um, you know while we haven't had a ton of success we um, definitely have some re- returners who, um, you know, continue to improve and continue to get better. Um, we have a girls team this year for the first time um, in the last in the last couple of years. We haven't been able to field a girls team. Um, Coach Mike Wood's done a great job of just going in and recruiting kids to be a part of the program. So he's got some teaching to do, and, and they've got some learning to do. But um, when you watch them compete, they're certainly um, trying to get better every day. And, uh, you know, there, there's no short um, shortage of laughter and fun in the polling lanes when would we take the floor. So um, definitely a fun program to be a part of. Yeah, it's certainly good to see that they're having fun at and, and enjoying the fact that it is is still a, a sport as well. That's that's always refreshing to hear, really, at any level. Uh, let's move into the pool. Uh, girls girls uh, in action thus far, uh, quite a bit of action thus far, I should say. Uh, consistent results. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Michaela Elliott. Uh, she's had a really strong season, uh, either leads or is in the top five of the CHL in times in multiple events. Uh, she seems like she's really taken another step from a year ago when she was really good. Do you get the sense that her elevated performances are starting to rub off on her teammates when they're in the pool? Absolutely. Michaela is a fantastic leader uh, among her peers in terms of, um, you know, she, she's not the rah-rah, um, you know, motivator, but when you watch her go about her work, whether it's in the classroom or in the pool, um, there's consistency, there's unbelievable effort, and really just leadership by example is the best way I could uh, describe Michaela. Um, she's really poised to have a fantastic year. She started out um, certainly as a freshman and sophomore, kind of hit the scene, and, and everybody was blown away by her talent and skill, um, and, and she's just continued to progress. So very excited to see what this year holds for her, both um, at, at Wyoming High School and then to see where she, her career continues um, at the next level, but uh, definitely an unbelievable leadership by example by Michaela. On the boys' side of things, there's been an interesting kind of shift over the last few years as far as uh, swimming goes for the boys. Yeah, obviously, you know, Wyoming owned the league for a decade. You know, winning the league title 10, 11 years in a row. But now Indian Hills kind of ascended to the throne. They've won the last three, and uh, they're looking strong once again. Who are you looking at as far as uh, young men when they get into, pool, into the pool to elevate themselves and elevate the team up and try and take back that crown from Indian Hill? Yeah, Indian Hills had a run, certainly, with some really outstanding um, male swimmers, and, and they've, you know, they've really progressed not only in the CHL, but they're certainly doing great. Um, from a state qualifier. And while we we had a great run, uh, we certainly are rebuilding. And I think this year with, you know, guys like Will Minone, Carter Moore, um, I think we have the chance to bring them into the fold uh, as well as some of our younger um, some of our younger swimmers. Um, 
who really have hit the hit the pool and and kind of embrace the the work that it takes to be a quality high school swimmer. So looking forward to seeing what that younger group can do under the guidance of some of the, the students who have been around and and um, bringing us back to the top. And onward and upward, they certainly are. Before I let you go here, I want to kind of uh, kind of bring the year all together for a moment, if I can. Uh, obviously, as we talked in the fall, it, there were results pouring in and, and wins and titles left and right coming in across the board for all fall sports. As you move into the winter time now, do you get the sense in talking to the winter sports coaches and athletes that they want to continue that momentum and they, they want to embrace that momentum and keep the Wyoming athletics at the top? Absolutely. And, and, you know, the thing about a, a smaller school is a lot of those kids are the same. You know, a lot of a lot of students who played in those successful fall sports transfer right into the winter, and then some of them transfer right into the spring. So, um, you know, winning is fun. Yes. Winning, is, uh, winning is fun, and um, I think once you get a taste of it and you understand the work and the commitment to your teammates and the commitment to your coaches that have to be made, um, you know, people buy into that, and that certainly is the culture that we want to continue to embrace. Um, you know, there's a lot to being a student and a student athlete at Wyoming High School. It's way more than sports. It's way more than what goes on in the classroom. But when you can merge those two things together uh, with high expectations, it, it's a pretty special thing. And th- there is, um, I don't know that I'd call it pressure to, to excel uh, on the athletic field for the winter based on what happened in the spring, but certainly there is that desire of they don't want to be the ones to kind of let, to let, let it slip away or, or not be, um, you know, at that championship level. So um, hard work is certainly something that we're just going to continue to do, and the chips are going to fall where they may, but uh, they're going to leave it out there, so to speak. Yeah, the chips fall where they may, but the results keep pouring in, Jan. Uh, it's great to talk to you again here on the premiere of the winter sports edition of the Weekly D Podcast. Uh, stay warm, get warm, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. That sounds great. Thank you. <laughs> that is Wyoming Athletic Director Jan Wilking here on wyomingathletics.org for this week in Wyoming Cowboy Sports here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.